Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoy our podcast every week, make sure you rate us in the Apple and Google stores and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. Now on to this week's episode episode it's friday it's time for another episode of the garage rock show podcast chris here with our special guest this week lj good to have you back man good evening sir and aaron once again what's going on what's happening oh you know uh, another another busy week uh in the world of rock uh we got lots of things going on here uh shit yeah i see some of these headlines here yeah there are uh, some sad ones uh some interesting ones uh let's get to them this week's topics here for friday november 1st 2019 coheed and cambria drummer collapses on stage during a performance we'll talk about that and what happened dave mustaine has completed his cancer treatment walls a jericho drummer arrested with over 600 pounds of marijuana hello Kurt Cobain's unwashed cardigan sells for over $300,000. Thin Lizzy guitarist uh, says Metallica owes him money. (laughs) Ozzy's solo album coming next year. Pussifer recording new music. Apparently a Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers documentary in the works. Plus movie in entertainment news on this day of music history trivia. Sports Minute, Weekly What the Fuck and More. It's all (laughs) on the way. Uh, if you guys want to win our prize, uh, we got uh, CDs, new CDs this month from Dive, Lagwagon, Face to Face, and more. Just text the word podcast six to, uh, to 68683. That's podcast to 68683. And if we pick your number, you can pick out your CD. So check it out. Uh, all right. Hold on a second here. This week's new releases. Uh, check out some of these uh, new albums out this week, November 1st, coming out today. Uh, what do we got here? New stuff for, I don't know who the fuck that is. A winged victory for the sullen. That sounds like a super heavy metal band or I'm something. Like I don't know. Cold War Kids for sure. Cold War Kids. Uh, what else do we see here? Oh, Gangstar. I'm looking forward to that. Gangstar. What else do you guys see on there? Oh, Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff Goldblum. <clears throat> yes. Jeff, I don't know. Jeff Goldblum, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's a comedy album or what. Um, it says it's a duets, duets album. Sound. Uh, I shouldn't yeah, wow. be telling you this, Jeff Goldblum. Comedy. Wow, that's that's interesting either way. I shouldn't be telling you this. What a great... Okay, yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> Take my money. Um, who else we got? Uh, Miranda Lambert, country artist, okay. uh, Stray from the Path, and then Vetiver. They're like kind of like a folk alternative band. I know Vetiver. Um, who do they remind me of? Uh, one of those bands... Like Bon Iver or something okay. like that, that yeah. kind of style. Sure. I think they're a Canadian group. Somewhere between the electronic and folk and... Yeah. Americana. Yeah, so they're, they're one of those newer groups. Okay. Um, uh, so check them out. Anyway, uh, new albums from them. Uh, rock news, though, kicking it off this week uh, with some sad news. As Coheed and Cambria drummer faints on stage due to heart condition mm. and cancels the upcoming tour, his name is Josh Eppard. Um, apparently a lot of his fans are already aware of his heart condition. He's been open about it. Um, but apparently he, uh, those troubles kind of came to a head at the band's show on Friday night, October 25th, Orlando, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Orlando, Florida's house of blues <clears throat> when he collapsed onto his drum kit during the fifth song of the set. 
Uh, he ended up finishing the set after being treated by paramedics. What Damn. a trooper. Whoa. He, he didn't really? even leave. Yeah, he finished the set. Wow. Uh, but the band announced that, that all their tour dates have been canceled, and he will undergo a procedure to correct a cardiac ablation. So I don't know what that exactly is, but okay, good luck to you, speedy bro. recovery to him. Yeah. Speaking of speedy recoveries and... Or just speed in general. Oh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, ho- hopefully everything's all right with Dave Mustaine as he has apparently completed his th- uh, cancer treatment for throat cancer. So... Uh, he, they say they're very optimistic about the future for Megadeth and uh, for Dave in general. Uh, at that time, uh, treatment regimen was a 90% success rate. So apparently they're already working on the new album. He's able to, yeah. I guess, work on the new album during treatment. So, man, pretty crazy. Um, says that wow. they're hoping in 2020 they'll be able to release the album. Um, and he's saying that Mustaine will be ready to go by January. They're already scheduled for a tour in Europe. With uh, Five Finger Death Punch and Bad Wolves, and they say that he's going to be ready by then. I don't know. That's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Like, you just got done with your cancer treatment in the middle of October, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's ready for a huge tour coming up in January. Yeah, probably not, but this is also probably him like, you know, I need to squeeze the last bit of whatever's left out. You know, you know sadly, a lot of those, time. like we were talking about it last episode, rock and rolls and, and touring and playing music in general is one of those businesses where you don't have a retirement plan. Yeah. You know, you don't have a 401k, no. you don't have insurance. Well, you have insurance for the road, but you don't have like, you know, all that stuff that some of the other jobs that you no. normally get. So there's no health benefits there unless you're, you know, you got to get it while you can and you got to do those live shows while you can. Right. Yeah. And he's, you know, when you're faced with that, you're, you're like, well, hey, if I can beat it, then let me make sure I use the rest of this time that I have as well as possible. So definitely go on tour, I guess. Very true. Um, all right, check out this story. Walls of Jericho drummer, ex-Barrier Dead drummer, uh, his name is Dustin Schoenhofer. He was arrested with 632 pounds of marijuana this past Wednesday, October 23rd, in Klamath Falls, Oregon. He was transporting it in the back of a pickup truck. Here's the deal. He was driving back to his home state of Ohio, and he was, quote, unaware that there was marijuana in the truck. Oh. He had no idea. <laughs> After he was pulled over for speeding, the officer... fucking full <laughs> truck bed load, probably. Yep. Yeah. The officer smelled a faint order of, of raw marijuana near the back of the truck, had a canopy, and blacked out windows, providing oh, probable cause. So it had a, can- a pop-top camper shell type yeah. thing. Blacked out windows, stacked. And look at the picture of them. It's like bricks of... They look like hay bales. Wow, that's a nasty shit. Yeah, that is like... That I looks mean, like literally hay bales of weed. Like they're in square-shaped, uh, wrapped in black plastic trash bags. Yeah, that doesn't look appealing yeah, at who, all. What are you going to do with 600 pounds of that garbage? And then here's the deal, though. He also had 40 pounds of butane honey oil, which is what oh, I think he was going to yeah, do with all turning this. turning it all into that. He's going to make it all into a bunch of extract. I thought he was just, like, trying to take weed back to Ohio because Ohio's strapped for, like... It's probably a combination of both. He probably had some, maybe one one or two bags of, like, some good stuff to sell. Yeah. But most of it's probably to make the BHO, the butane, uh, honey oil. Just legalize it already. So he's in jail on charges of exporting, possessing, and distributing marijuana and extract. So they don't fuck around with that kind of stuff. That's a huge amount, too. Yeah. That's a... 
That's like a cartel sized bust. <laughs> yeah. And that, he's the drummer from a metal band. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to him, so we'll we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I guess if it could, it could have been worse if it was in like Texas or something. Yeah, it is in Oregon. Oregon. Maybe they'll you know. t- kind of take him take it easy yeah. on him. But if the, it depends yeah. on who yeah. pulled him over and where they pulled him over yeah, to. Where, he, where was Klamath he Falls? From? It said Klamath Falls, Oregon. And where they was he pulled him from? Though? Well, he it was in Oregon and he was trying to leave Oregon. That's when they. Uh, oh, so it's from pulled, Oregon. Yeah, he was going to Ohio. So he was. He was probably on tour or come here, you know, like yeah. oh, you know, whatever. And I'm gonna drive back home, right? With this truck. If the feds wanted to to make a, uh, if the feds wanted to make a, a case out of it, yeah, then, then they could. But I think the locals just be like, well, maybe intent to sell, but who knows? Uh, or intent to distribute that kind of. Butane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the thing with the butane is. Is, is it legal to make that kind of stuff? No, it's not, and it's what? even worse. Like they treat it like um, meth. They, oh, wow. the, the law enforcement treats it like crack cocaine or meth because, and also it's true because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen some of those headlines where people have blown up their houses or yeah, themselves I've seen that. I've seen that. trying to make that butane shit at home, sure. and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, <laughs> and they put end up putting raw butane in into a fucking over the stove flame. You know, stove oh or something yeah. ends up fucking catching on fire. Some home science experiment that's gone wrong. Yeah, like some idiot cook. So, anyway. Good well, good luck to you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, check it out. Maynard, he's on tour with Tool right now, and they just released their album in first one in 13 years, but he's already recording again with uh, Pussifer, his other side band. Here's a picture of them in their tour bus from uh, I think a couple years ago. So apparently their new album is coming out sometime in 2021, he says. Cool. So he's taking the whole year next year to like tour for Tool and all this stuff, but he's already in the studio doing stuff. Uh, apparently he took advantage of the fact that Tool was in California for the tour, and that's where all these guys in the band are. Okay. And so they took advantage of this wave and might as well ride it out. Well, yeah, that too. They, they were all in the same area for this tour, so they went to the studio and... Last Made some new that stuff. Album's doing so well. As long as this means that another a perfect circle album's coming, then oh, I think I'm that with it, and that happened right before this Tool album yeah. too. So I think another one's but if definitely. We, if, if that means that we get one on the front on the back side of this run, you know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'll be stoked. I think so, dude. I think James Eha had a lot more fun playing with them than he did with Smashing Pumpkins. To be honest, yeah, uh, that's that's pretty cool. Anyway, all right, so uh, <laughs> check it out. We were talking off air about how ridiculous this was. Kurt Cobain's unwashed cardigan goes for a record three hundred thirty-four thousand dollars at auction. My mm. goodness! It's the same one he won uh, wore during uh, uh, the MTV Unplugged taping. Uh, it sold at Julian's Auctions Premier's two-day music event. It was called Icons and Idols Rock and Roll, and it was held this past Friday and Saturday at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. JuliansAuctions.com. You can check it out. It, it, it was a set a new record for the most expensive sweater ever sold at auction, while more than doubling the <laughs> sale price from just four years ago. So that's a good investment, right? People were talking shit about it, but whoever bought that before got double what he got yeah. and made almost five hundred, you know, or four hundred thousand dollars on this unwashed cardigan Damn. from Kurt Cobain. I want to know who it is. I want to know if it's like one of those Martin Shkreli dudes. It's just like I know, right? Yeah, a lot of people were saying it. like, "What a fucking weirdo to be able to to buy that," and why would you be buying that? But yeah. it is one of those iconic things. Like it, it, it would be like Prince's jacket or Michael Jackson's glove. It's the same kind of. It's someone who has a their own little 
museum at their house or something, you know? You think so? You think it's something. like a music, a legitimate music fan, or do you think it's just like a collector? Collector. collector like some dude collector, that doesn't even whatever, music, know like, who Kurt Cobain really is, you know? Nah, I, I don't know. You think he's He a probably has fan? a bunch of other shit, too. You ever go into like a hard rock cafe, you see Yeah. That? Oh, it's awesome. You know, Elvis yeah, Presley sure. fucking I saw, shit. And I saw one in Las Vegas, and then I saw one, I want to say in Florida, or maybe it was New Orleans. They oh, yeah, when we did our traveling, that there was a hard rock cafe around. Yeah. Uh, I think it might have been New Orleans or something. Uh, maybe Florida. Those, um, little, uh, you know, areas where they have celebrity, old celebrity fucking outfits yeah. and and props and whatever the fuck else. It's, pretty, it's a trip. It's they'll cool. have, yeah, like Alice Cooper's set up from whatever tour, or they'll have Kurt Cobain's yeah. thing and guitar that he wore during his London tour. Tommy Lee's drums. Right. The rotation device that it was on. And his drumsticks and outfit and headband and right. leather pants, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Right. And they'll they'll have all that on display, and it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, to be able to bid on that, I guess, is a pretty big deal. But I feel like people that go to this thing, at least a percentage of those people go there to get this get the item so that they can sell it later just com- yeah it's just an investment an investment it's investment it's almost like attached to it at all the way some people do with artwork or some people do with um real estate or yeah. right yeah sure. they just buy it for an investment property yeah. they see the value in mm-hmm. it that it's something that can only go up right so in know? another 20 years when kurt cobain when this whole 90s phase comes back and they around, come around with the 50th anniversary of the album yes again and then right? it's like oh my god I yep to somebody else new yeah you're right dude all right, check it out. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, here's a, f- a photo, pretty cool photo, of all the members of the band with their parents. <laughs> they had them coming for this, uh, like it was a guest street um, screening of a new documentary that they're working on. And it was a, a pretty cool little thing. Apparently, Chad Smith had a birthday this past Friday. He turned 58. It's and Ferrell's twin yeah will ferrell's doppelganger uh so it's not exactly clear What's clear his parents look like Let me that's see. his mom right there in the middle can you see his mom oh, yeah yeah it's almost the same height as him she's shorter way shorter she's gotta be like four feet tall or something ah. <laughs> uh i don't see you know it could be flea's dad right there no maybe that's chad smith's dad i'm not sure they're kind of standing there uh i'm not really sure but anyway documentary they watched a bunch of stuff and they they say that it's uh, quote might be a concert film, a look at making of the new album or something else. There'll likely be a concert element to the film, uh, since they thanked uh, Smith for letting me sit next to you on stage all the time. So there's going to be some live footage and other stuff in it. So it's going to be coming out. Check it that out. Flea memoirs coming out yeah acid for the children they're supposed to say it's really good and he's uh, finally got married he's finally settling just got down. married got yeah. a new book got a movie him and his new wife living they, the life they go to the lakers games now oh yeah wearing matching jackets and stuff it's cool <laughs> tight yeah. yeah nice man good for him he seems like a genuinely cool guy like i would love to meet that guy just hang out with and a crazy together. life you know yeah. like what a life he's left or uh led you know yeah. up until this point you know i love that he's a big basketball fan i'd love to just go check a laker game out with him yeah that's awesome oh hey charles what's up oh hey chris hey slugger you look down what's wrong i don't know chris things just haven't been going well for me my energy seems low i can't focus at the office i have trouble feeling powerful like i used to My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, 
I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals? Like sugar? Sure. And remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really I reach in there, you know, think about, think about it. it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. Look at this photo, old school photo of Ozzy. But <laughs> he's like a bat dressed up like Dracula oh or God, something. Dude. He's got a new album coming out in January. Uh, says his wife and manager, Sharon Osborne, she revealed the news on a new interview. She said, quote, he's getting there. He's had a very bad accident this year, but he's getting there. He's just finished an album. The album is coming out in January, and he's doing good. He's excited about the duet he did with Post Malone and also Travis Scott. It's doing great. Ozzy recently provided guest uh, vocals on that track, Take What You Want. Um, so that's uh, apparently there was a article we talked about last week that Zach Wild, Ozzy's original solo guitarist uh, guy that he normally has on all of his albums, is not on this new solo album. So some fans were kind of upset at that. Some people are saying, oh, it's going to be a total different direction. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, uh, That's going to be coming out in January. So we will we will see about that. This was an interesting story, <laughs> and I thought it was funny and worth talking about, is that the original Thin Lizzy guitarist, uh Eric Bell says that Metallica owes them money and, quote, they're a pack of bastards, <laughs> end quote. Uh, so apparently Bell was invited to play Whiskey in the Jar with Metallica at their Point Theater gig in Dublin way back July 5th, 1999. So he, of course, played on the original track, Whiskey in the Jar. You know, Thin Lizzy did that yeah. back in 1973. The band flew Bell from the UK to Dublin on their private jet, and the guitarist expected to make around, like, 2,000 pounds for the thing, although he said there was no agreement on the fee. So, uh, he claims that he was paid with a bunch of Metallica merch instead. He said, quote, It was about half three in the morning. The transport was all lined up, and there was a car to take me home. I was quietly expecting about two grand, which wouldn't have meant a thing to them. 
but I got handed over a big ball of Metallica t-shirts, key (laughs) rings, and hats. I got paid fuck all, and then they fucked off. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Uh, So he says that he just fucking never got paid from him, and I thought that was pretty funny, and he's pissed about it still to this day. So you can tell that he's like, just like, what the fuck, guys? You would think that one of those guys would be like, yo, I don't want to be on bad terms with him. Yeah, well, and it was supposed to be like one of their heroes. Like, oh, you know, hey, we're covering this song. That's what it's for. It's in honor of you. Yeah, you can't fucking pay him. You give him some Metallica merch and that's it. That's how managers get fired. Come on. Fucking Metallica. Get it together, guys. Uh, All right. Breaking Benjamin announced a tour with Korn that's coming around. I wanted to mention this because we are giving away tickets on the bear for this, for the show at the Save Mart Center in Fresno. On March 1st, so if you guys are interested in that, check it out. Uh, that's going to be tickets on sale actually today, as the time you're hearing it. So there you go. <laughs> one, one story at the end here for the uh, news music news this week. Kanye West runs into insurance issues, so he wanted to take his Sunday service show on the road and do this full-on tour. He needed an insurance company, though, to cover the tour, but TMZ reports that he can't get a company to cover the cancellations due to mental health issues. This is, of course, you know, he canceled his last tour uh, when he pulled the plug on an L.A. show due to mental health issues. So there's no big insurance companies that even want to, like, insure something like that. Yeah. It's, there's there's so much that goes into there's so much that goes into the, the tour that he the kind of touring that he does. He even admitted that he didn't make any money on the last tour with uh, the well, not the last tour, the tour before uh, the Pablo album. Right. And he's just spending money left and right, which is his right because he wants it to be a great show, which it usually is. But good lord, you cancel on one of those shows, you got to pay a lot of money. Back. And that's you the pay thing. A lot of people. There's and a lot the of insurance frustrated. The insurance companies are almost looking at it like it's a guaranteed yeah, thing. Like guaranteed. he's gonna cancel. You know what's gonna happen? We've seen it. Before. It's been tiered. It's a ten year history. We know it's gonna happen. Yeah. So he's got to. He's got to figure it out, man. Yeah, good luck to you. I, I, I shout to anybody with struggling with mental health issues. But. I know, and that it is kind of like a bummer precedent to be setting there that uh, we that can't ensure. Would sell great, like as a road tour. Oh yeah, Connie's going to be able to pull twenty k, twenty thousand people. Now that's in, a good point, state. though. The Sunday service thing is not a traditional show for people. Right. Don't know what that is. Google it. You know, Kanye West Sunday service, and it's like a bunch of his. It almost seems like friends of his not necessarily professional maybe some are professional performers but like it seems like more of a kind of a collaboration of his friends that and actually church going people church going people that like sing gospel almost kind of music along with a percussion and instrumentation setup which is really cool and interesting to watch i almost seen it as like but seems like super hard to take that on the road (laughs) oh yeah i see it as kanye going into church and just being like Nah, you guys are doing it all wrong. I'm taking over this bitch. We're doing it fucking this way. You know what I mean? Just walks up into the pews like, you know what? I got an idea. <laughs> Tell the drummer how to play this and that. No, let's do it this way. You Choir boy, do- sit yeah. over there. Because yeah. you watch those... Uh, Sister, get over there. You watch those Sunday services. He is directing the choir. He yeah. He is pointing at the drummer for this and pointing yep. at the choir to calm down or bring come back up and... I haven't seen it personally, it, it, so but, I'm just talking shit. But, but dude, it, you're you're dead on. He just he's taking what he does in the studio, it's pretty much exactly, and what using you, a, a <laughs> choir. And yeah, this regular church is boring. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And they all have like outfits, like these dark red, kind of like almost look like uh, monks, 
monk outfits or something like these big super baggy shirts that have like oh that's the all the the Yeezy so, the all the Yeezy stuff yeah like, it's like it's like it's been dyed with like berries or something it yeah. has this weird color wash to it where yeah. it's like anyway all right well let's move on well also I just want to say uh, he could pull twenty thousand people pretty much anywhere I don't know it'll be a different kind of crowd though that's yeah all oh yeah you know definitely. Yeah, but I mean, and that's a cool thing, you yeah. know. Not to knock any of that, I'm glad that he's like doing, trying to do something positive, and you know, if if it means that much to him and he wants to do it, then go for it. You yeah, know? Uh, all the sneakerheads are going to be like, well, I might pass on this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Won't be like, hearing any huge beats on this tour. Nothing else think. going on in the city where it's at. And you want to check out that Kanye thing? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's probably crazy. <laughs> Let's go check it out. <laughs> All right, let's move on. On this day of music history trivia, guys, in 1968, this Beatle releases his first solo album, becoming the first member of the Beatles to release a solo album. What member was it? Was it A, George Harrison, B, John Lennon, or C, Paul McCartney? And you get a bonus point if you can name the actual album name. B, John Lennon. Okay. I don't remember the album. Though. Okay, no. that's fine. I'm drawing a blank. What do you think, Aaron? I don't know. First Beatle to release a solo album out of these three. George Harrison, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, 1968, on this day, released it. Mm-hmm. I'll go with George Harrison. A. And I don't know why. All right. Fair enough. We shall see here. Looks like Aaron is correct this time around. Oh, it wasn't John Sweet. Lennon. Wow. Here's the album. It's called Wonderwall Music by George Harrison. It was released on Apple Records on this day in 1968, becoming the first solo release what's, from a Beatle. What's like a popular song from that? Uh, I don't know if Here Comes the Sun was on that or not. Could have been. But that was his okay. first solo song that he did, like, that was real major. Yeah. Uh, Here Comes the Sun. Um, anyway, I'm not sure if it was on that album. I'd have to pull it up. I didn't check. I should have looked. Um, all right. Double trivia, though. We got another trivia question here for you. On this day, October, or excuse me, November 1st, 1999, with music getting over the internet is still like a novel concept, right? Like, you know, getting music delivered or downloading. It was a technical challenge. But this band offered their new single exclusively online. It's free, but it can only be played for three weeks. That was the deal. What band was it? Was it A, The Cranberries, B, Third Eye Blind, or C, Smash Mouth? Like three weeks and then you can actually, then you can buy it? No, three or weeks and then the album. Al- the album was released after that. Like oh. the it was the single was free online for three weeks and then the album was released after that. Nineteen ninety nine. Is this before people learned how to save it and copy it to CD. Yeah, well, I think it was actually through a streamer player that you would just have... To, you remember Real Player? It wouldn't be good quality and shit, probably. You remember no. The Real Player? I remember The Real, the yeah. real Player. And it was... Oh, you yeah, yeah, you yeah. just press play, and it was like, you know, you're just pressing play, like, streaming it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Like, you could just play the song on their website. Damn. I'm gonna go with... Third... Uh, no. And it was free, I'm but I'm gonna then, go with The Cranberries. Damn, I wouldn't... Okay. I wouldn't picture any of these bands as like a technological, te- technically savvy, inno- innovative, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I know, and that's why it was interesting to me. I was like, huh, they were one of the first ones that did this, you know. So I feel like Cranberries mm, is a no. 
Third Eye Blind is maybe Smash Mouth was relevant. I mean, they were all relevant at that time, I guess. But they were like all pretty big. Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth was just so fucking cheesy. But so was Third Eye Blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those two. I'm gonna go with the Smash Mouth. Probably did it. Okay, and then LJ went with cranberries. Cranberries. All right. Well, you're both wrong. Ah, Third Eye Blind. Do, 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 do. There's the album cover. Uh, it was off the album Blue, and it was uh, the Anything was the name of the single. Whoa. And it was available for three weeks as a streaming only single. Yeah, that dude from single. Smash Mouth was too wasted and fucking high to come up with that <laughs> idea. I'm not putting any faith in him for anything. No. Uh, all right. Well, check this out. Um, hey, now. <laughs> Joker, apparently. Online for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to movie TV entertainment news. Joker has become the top grossing R rated film of all time. Really? Yeah. Joaquin Congrats, Phoenix's Joaquin. Joker edged out uh, this uh, Malefic- Maleficent this past weekend. Uh, still getting the number one spot at 18.9 million. Uh, and it's become the top-grossing R-rated film of all time with $849 million oh so God, far. God, that is a lot of money. Uh, so, yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. That probably saved Joaquin's career, huh? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, is, is it probably going to be his crowning achievement, I would think, you know? Uh, he was kind of going off the deep end a few years ago, remember? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's redeemed himself as of <laughs> late. Yeah. Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, we're disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious. It's krillicious. Yar. HBO Max is going to be free for your AT&T HBO subscribers. So when it launches in 2020, uh, you'll have... HBO Max for free. Uh, and then it's going to have all these what other reruns of Friends, Sesame Street, other originals. Mm, just uh, another form of uh, some streaming shit. So HBO Max, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's for only for AT&T's HBO subscribers, which us at Comcast, we're not going to get uh, We're not going to get that. So Reruns of Friends. I don't think anybody, nobody, no one fucks with Comcast. That's Comcast if you're, is always like... Uh, well, no, DirecTV. Our DirecTV, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Comcast, I think, is more popular here in California, Central California. Where but I mean, we're like from. these production houses and uh, television companies, they want to get their shit out, and no they one's do really these, doing anything with Comcast. Well, right? they do these exclusivity deals where it's like you know a game gets I'm released. Not feeling all the shit, you know, fucking 
exclusive shit. I gotta, I gotta subscribe to eight different fucking right. things just I to know. see all my sh- things I want to see. Damn it! I know it's things on Netflix I want to see. They're doing shit. that shit on purpose. Hulu fucking exclusives. YouTube. TV That's kind of the beauty of shit. cable. Netflix. Like the way the cable's been, Netflix. you know, good for the past, you know, whatever ten years, where it's your one stop shop for all that stuff. Right. Now you got to get every fucking app out there. For all for ten fifteen dollars a pop, and it all adds up to almost the same price, if not more. And these bundles are like, okay, you got you're starting to choose sides here. Like, is it yeah, Hulu or Netflix? Or are you just going? And then you have to both? sacrifice. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you want to do both, and that's like really splurging, right? Yeah, like, yeah. oh wow, Netflix and Hulu and this and that. You're like, wow, that's all that shit. You know, I was doing the math. I feel like if you get the Apple, not the Apple, Apple TV. I don't know how they're gonna who's gonna get that, but if you get the Somebody Hulu Disney. It. Hulu Disney package uh-huh. with Netflix on the side that kind of takes care of everything. They need to like a max out like, but I don't watch like uh, a master package that comes with like every shit everything. available for right. hundred bucks or something. Yeah, I don't watch like American <laughs> Pickers or anything, so I don't know. I don't know what package. That's probably on Hulu, I guess. That would be on the History Channel, I think, or yeah, something. Hulu has or that, Nat so. Geo, one yeah. of those ones. I like that show. <clears throat> yeah, that one's a cool one. Anyway. Um, look at, uh, they've already ditched, uh, Star Wars in terms of, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. They were the old directors of Game of Thrones. They were, like, the main guys. Yeah. They were supposed to direct the next trilogy for Star Wars. They've already backed out. they backed out of that. They said scheduling conflicts or something like that. Yeah, apparently they have a $250 million, uh, or excuse me, $250 million creative contract with Netflix that they felt like was a conflict. So, so... I heard something while back there. We're gonna release the whole Game of Thrones, see the whole series, prequels on, and sequels. Yeah, on on Netflix. But oh no, the actual regular other, series. They're doing new shit. No, they're gonna be doing that. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about David Benioff and DB Weiss, the old directors from Game of Thrones, were going to be directing Star Wars, a trilogy for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now they're not. But no, they are not doing anything for HBO's uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, currently, I don't know what uh, what they're doing for Netflix, but it's not Game of Thrones related, as far as I know. Okay, could got be. It. Got it. Got it. But it could be. I mean, it, it maybe yeah, it is. I, I'm, I was I was wondering if uh, there was new Game of Thrones prequel shit coming out, and if it was going to be exclusive to Netflix or something. Well, no. What 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 we do have here HBO though? Or something like that. What we do have here is that the HBO prequel for Game of Thrones has been canceled. It was uh, going to be uh, set for coming up. Like, they were going to release it and everything. 2021 or something like that. Yeah, Naomi Watts was uh, directing this, and it was her project. Or Jane Goodman was directing, and Naomi Watts was, like, producer. Uh, It was set to follow the Age of Heroes, and it was supposedly the first ever battle between man and a White Walker thousands of years before the Game of Thrones we know was set. So... She emailed the cast to share this bad news. She and Game of Thrones writer George R. R. Martin penned the project, so they wrote it together, huh. and it's uh, it just didn't happen. Um, so now they say a new project is in the works. Now that that was for a series or a movie, a series, a series on HBO. This one, this new one that's supposedly got approved and is in the works will reportedly focus yeah. on the reign of the Targaryen kings right. shortly before the events of this latest series, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. So uh, that's going to be happening. Okay. Yeah, I saw that uh, earlier today. I forget what the name of the 
the series is going to be. Basically, dragons are going to be. It's all about the. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the beginning of that, I their, would imagine. During their reign. Uh, fun fact today, guys the internet is 50. The internet was born uh, 50 yeah. years ago on Wednesday of this week in 1969. A computer scientist and his graduate student at UCLA sent a message to a computer at Stanford Research Institute over what was then known as ARPANET. The program was initially designed for military communications. The message was supposed to be login, but the system crashed after two letters, so the first actual message sent over the internet was low, just L-O. <laughs> so, yeah. He was supposed to put login, but it crashed after just two letters. Unbelievable. In 1969. Isn't that crazy? Well, happy yeah. birthday, Internet. Happy birthday, Internet. You ruined humanity. Thanks for ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my drink. You guys want to talk about Sports Minute for a second? Anything? I'm down to talk about some sports. Uh, I'll talk about those topics here, but okay. I mean, anything off yeah. the top of your heads? Let's, I, I have a lot to talk about. First of all, AD went for 40 and 20 last night like a beast for the Lakers. That's like... Hasn't been done for the Lakers since 2000, uh, I don't even know, 2003? No, 2004. Kobe? Yeah, uh, Sh- Shaq. Oh, Shaq. Shaq's put up 40? Oh, dude, Shaq would put up 40, 50. That's he was right, a beast. Huh? Yeah, And that was the thing is uh, he did it all on free throws, 26 of 20. He's 27 of 28 on free, at free throws uh, last night. Oh, AD, yeah. Yeah, not Shaq. I was like, Shaq, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, 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 no. Shaq is. <laughs> Shaq doesn't hit free throws, but yeah, eighty. Do you got, want a drink? I'll take something. Yeah, man. Right. Thank you. Uh, to have twenty-seven free throws made and, and to get forty points, like I mean, that's wow. Yeah. That is wild. And uh, just I'm just watching this right now on my phone here. Uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons got in a fight with, uh, but Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, who play for. The 76ers just got in a fight with uh, Minnesota Timberwolves' uh, Big Cat. Looks like some suspensions, suspensions are going to come down. Have you seen this video? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll show it to you. Uh, ben Simmons is just choking out. <laughs> <laughs> ben Simmons is just choking out Carl Towns on the floor after they after him and uh, Embiid got in a fight. Pretty funny. Wow. Yeah, some su- suspensions are coming for sure. But anyways, uh, yeah, and tonight's the World Series. What's going um, on at the World Series right now? Let's see what Siri has to say about the World Series baseball. Top of the eighth, game seven, three to two. Cool. Well, that should be fun. I, I don't give a rat's ass about this. Sorry, people that care about this World Series. No, baseball. But, but no, I don't care about it. <laughs> I mean, as someone who played baseball in high school, and uh, I just, dude, I just, it's just fallen off. It's fallen off. I don't care about it as much anymore. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. I can't tell you. It's just a sign of the times, I guess. But baseball is exciting. It's exciting time for the NBA, for sure. I've never Tons loved teams. Never working. loved the NBA more. Yeah. It's weird to see that because you you think people would be you know, that that was always America's pastime, or whatever. Warriors aren't that machine anymore. Oh man, the Warriors. And these other, they got all these youngsters on the team. All these other teams are good now. Fucking Clippers, so. Lakers. It's gonna be a wild season, man. I'm looking forward to it. This NBA season is going. People. Every duo has every team has a du- uh, MVP duo. Every be, team has. It would be wild to that LA an LA championship, huh? 
if the Western Conference, every, everyone wants that. Western Conference Finals, so Clippers versus Lakers. No one goes anywhere. It's right there at home at Staples Center. All the stars in the – you have uh, – I was, I was going to say Gary Shandling, not Gary Shandling. I don't know who the Clippers fans are, but you have Flea and all these other – and uh, all these cool movie stars just hanging out. It's going to be Jack, a – Jack Nicholson still there? Jack Nicholson, yeah, man. And him and his son. That guy that used to go to those uh, all those NBA games that put on the Monterey uh, – Rock Festival back in the day with Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah, I think he. I think he goes to those as well. One of those guys passed away recently, though. Awesome. Well, check this out. Michael Jordan is doing something pretty awesome for Charlotte, North Carolina. He just opened two medical clinics for the underinsured and low-income residents. He's now the owner of the Charlotte Hornets, and he donated seven million to get the clinics up and running in Charlotte, North Carolina. So. That's pretty cool. Good for Michael Jordan for doing that. Um, <laughs> I almost said the, his, his famous quote was uh, "F them kids." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm glad he's doing. It. He's, uh, <laughs> he's changed his tune. He's, yeah, he's getting soft in his old age. Um, <laughs> game seven coming up for the World Series. By the time you guys hear this, though, it'll probably have already been played. Oh yeah, we just yeah, updated him. It's three to two in the top of the eighth right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, news from around the world. We don't want to spoil it for you guys. <laughs> we won't say any more. Uh, well, you probably already heard it, heard it by now, though, anyway. So, whatever. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball jacks the key! Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true ball jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball Jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some Ball Jack right in the Ball Jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, who's playing James? James, James is jacked out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. News from around the world. Uh, check this out. This is interesting. One million people gathered in Santiago, Chile, demanding widespread change and the resignation of President Sebastian Pinera. And a bunch of guys showed up to play music. There was a picture here of these. It must have been, they said, like hundreds of people with guitars that were all playing wow. like protest songs in unison. Wow. And uh, I hope it wasn't like that one time uh, all those people were trying to play... Uh, what was it, Metallica? ACDC. I think it was ACDC's... Uh, <laughs> Highway to Hell or something, and it was like a thousand people.
people trying to set a record or something in Australia. A bunch it was of whole, amateurs. Yeah, it was horrible. Untuned guitars. Yeah, everybody's just <laughs> off. Oh, horrible. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> no, but apparently it's it's a bad shit over there. Uh, I know we have some listeners, actually, that have listened to this podcast, believe it or not, in South America. So if you guys are listening, be you know vigilant in your protests. I'm sure it's for good reason. And, uh, you know, uh, be safe out there. Uh, but here in North America, as well as California, we got some bad weather, including extreme red flag alerts for Los Angeles. We saw one for Modesto. Uh, because of these winds, they are, uh, they're saying they're hurricane force winds. They're increasing this fire damage. Uh, like it's blazing these fires out of control. The hurricane force winds yeah. that are coming in. They're saying it's some of the worst Santa Ana winds we've ever had yeah. in like the history of yeah. keeping track of that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so about 20,000 LA residents were told to stay away from their homes and evacuate. Also, it's been burning now 65,000 acres of wine country across north northern uh, San Francisco. That's crazy. Crazy, huh? Speaking of crazy, Wild. look at this shit. Daredevils form a bed of nails for a Guinness World Record. Uh, these guys Mm-mm. is a bed of nails sandwich. Each one has a bed of nails and they're laying on top of each other. And it's eight men. He said, <clears throat> this guy said the most difficult part was dealing with the gravity and the weight on top of them. Imagine the guy at the bottom. That's yeah. who, that's who he, what he's saying. So they uh, progressively like, get shorter as they get, uh, as you go up. On it the seems stack. like, yeah, the guys uh, almost get like thinner and smaller too. Yeah, like, you don't <laughs> want that guy at the bottom on Dude, top at the bottom. At least got 400 pounds and minimum nails on, minimum on him. Yeah, that's one, crazy, two, right? Three, four. He's got four guys above him. Our society's so wacky. Like we have nails on, on each level. Well, we have be, all this going on, and then there's a drone, like to add, to, <laughs> like there's a drone just like videotaping. Like, it's yeah, making sure no one's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, another Guinness World Record was uh, broken as a man, David Rush. He's got more than 130 Guinness titles to his name. Added another one. This one, he says, it was the hardest one for him to do. Where he ran a mile in seven minutes, fifty-four seconds, while blindfolded and juggling, Guinness required him to stop every time he dropped a ball and go back to that spot and resume the run, leading to some time being lost from multiple drops. Rush, who uses his record attempts to promote STEM education, also beat his own record for furthest distance traveled on foot while juggling blindfolded. He said that this was his most impossible record he has attempted to date. That's not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> now put him on a pogo stick. Now we're talking. <laughs> Check this out, dude. This guy left this rare 310-year-old violin that was worth over $300,000 on a train. Just He was, uh, he was uh, traveling from London to some other place called Orpington for an uh, uh, orchestra at the Philharmonic Orchestra, right? Oh and he left God. it on the fucking subway train. It's worth over three hundred grand. He, he said this uh, thing is played on film scores for Lord of the Rings and James Bond, played with various employees. He's yeah. asked anyone who finds the instrument to please return it, as it's a devastating loss and his livelihood. It was recently restored. It was made in the 17th century. Crazy, huh? My God. So uh, that, what yeah. is a man like that doing taking the subway? I know, right? Or is that the London train? Or the London the tube? The London, yeah, whatever, right? Doesn't really say, but there. I was reading further in the article. They said they're going to look at the camera footage and see if they can find anybody 
uh, carrying it out. Let's get him a, a violin and a limo. Did you hear about this, that you can airbrush your kids' childhood uh, or your uh, yearbook photos now for kids? This is ridiculous. A reporter was writing about seeing the option on her, on her daughter's school photo package options. Ridiculous. And how her husband asked the school staff why the airbrushing was even an option and was met with shrugs and comments that it was standard to offer this. When he asked the photographer, he said, Kids get zits. You don't want to be reminded of that. Who doesn't want to look their best? The reporter writes, when did looking your best become not looking like you do in real life? When do we start to tell kids altered versions of themselves are more attractive yeah. and better than the real version? That's a good point, right? I mean, that was just something you had to deal with. Yeah. Like, if you had bad acne for... I, I remember having to deal with that. I had bad acne for, uh, you know, uh, some of my yearbook photos, and it sucked, but I didn't have the option of airbrushing it, and I don't think I'd, I'd want it, really. You know, it's just yeah. like, that's where I was at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you got? It's not for kids, you know what I mean? For kids, it just right? It tells them the wrong, that gives them the, the wrong impression. Uh, that's, that's a crucial time in your life where you need to be more than accepting of yourself. It's just, that's just not the way to go. In my yeah. opinion, I don't have kids, I guess, so. But it doesn't sound like a smart idea. <laughs> Speaking of altering the way you look, look at this crazy shit. Have you guys ever thought about getting these crazy contact lenses that yeah, they have. Yeah, I see got, that all the time. I, I think about it every holiday. <clears throat> oh, you got them one year. Yeah, I got a picture I'll show you. I was a zombie one year. How got, did it go for you with the, the contact lenses? I got white contacts. Did they hurt white. or were they safe to use? I would say I wear contacts every oh, yeah, day anyway. You already wear contacts, wear contacts right? contacts okay. every day, but they are different. They like... Did they feel, they, feel different? Uh, like thicker or yeah di- yeah i'd say they don't feel normal and i couldn't wear them daily for sure and they kind of constrict your vision slightly like you're looking th- through it's, yeah it's got like it had a hole for your pupil but the white part that was all white part whited out you know it was kind of like you're kind of tunnel vision almost you can yeah. see well but like when you That's turn to crazy. the your peripheral will start sort of taken out um, I can see how some of these crazy ones that cover a lot of your eye can do that. So the this article this article was saying not to order from sketchy websites that people are getting them to where uh, if a poorly fitting lens scratches your eye, it can lead to infection, mm. spread to the inner eye, and cause blindness. They're saying that people get these uh, ones from like China or shitty. Uh, online websites where these yeah. like cheap ones, you know, well, and they put them on and they're not, they don't wear contacts. Maybe they don't know yeah. the process and how to do it. And they're trying to take them know, off or you like, don't know general uh, hyg- contact hygiene. It's yeah. You want to wash those out, right? You know, shit, I get stuff in there. Sometimes you'll scratch your eye. Eyes heal very fast. So as long as you can get your shit out and put some saline in your eyes yeah. and clean it properly, it'll, the, you know, you, Eyes, eyes are one of the fastest healing in parts uh, in the human body, as far as I know. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Halloween, real quick, this is the last thing for the night. Uh, we, you guys weren't here last week for it, but I asked our guests, "What is the oldest you think should be the cutoff for people to go trick or treating as kids?" Shit. What, say, what, where, where is it where you I'd look at them you, and you're like, "When you can come get, on?" How man. about when you get your driver's license at 16? That's okay. a cut off right there. Fifteen, fifteen's okay. like cut off. Okay, that'd be. What do you, <laughs> if you're what going do you say? to a party or an adult function, then no, no, no. I'm no. saying trick, trick or treating. Trick or treating. Oh, going door, door to door, door, asking for candy. Oh. Like standing there with you your guys buddies. Hear, you guys don't want to hear this. Sixth grade. That's your. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Hey. Fifth or sixth grade. That's, that's last year. That's well, why no. I want to talk about it. I agree with that too. But I'm just saying, 
So here's 18 the deal. year olds are showing up at my house yeah, trying to get some sure. fucking candy Every bars. Year. So Every year. This was and char- they don't say thanks. No, they're like, here, hurry up. Yeah, get to what's up? Yeah, the next neighborhood in the next city or whatever they're doing. No, right. Trick or treat, homie. And, but Charles' <laughs> argument was last week that, hey, at least the kids are doing something constructive. They could be out being, you know, whatever, smoking, drinking, being destructive, egging houses. And they are coming up and trying to be like, hey, trick or treat. I uh, just want to get some candy and dress up, even though maybe we look at it as kind of weird. Mm. Do you think it's still like something know, that it's I, like I, I, excusable? I, like, hey, you could when, be doing something worse. No, I, I think you are doing something. I think I think you putting on a costume, coming to my house, and be like, give me some candy, <laughs> is already a bad thing. Like, what are you scoping so, my house? What yeah, are you looking at? I, I don't know why society thinks this is a good thing. I'm not against Halloween or anything, but I do. No, I agree. Do you wonder the, why your child is at my house asking for candy? Yeah, I. I have no interest in giving your child candy, <laughs> but but more importantly, that 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 night when kids do go out and steal other kids' candy or egg houses yeah. or whatever, oh yeah, that happens the next Saturday too. It's just one kid instead of like twenty kids being. Oh, this is the night for me to do something stupid. No, very true. They can get away with it on Halloween because it's right. like every There's too much chaos. All that's going on, right? Yeah, it's like the purge. Yeah, fucks it is. Them. It is. Yeah, I, if cops that, are all busy. Oh, hey, we can get away with it. It's crazy. We can wear costumes and masks. There's a million people out. Everybody's in masks. It just seems like yeah. If you want to get away with something, that that's the night to do. That's the <laughs> night but to if do your it. argument is, oh, they're not doing something. Bad. Ah, well, you could be doing something better than this, though. Sorry, right? What I'm trying to say. No, no. Yeah, and it's no nothing. And I'm not I, again. I'm not hating on Halloween, but like, don't try to sell me on Halloween as if it's some like <laughs> great thing that's keeping kids out of trouble. And like, no, your kid is asking me for candy with they're a, getting uh, free candy, and then and what I what and I then think, they're going to smoke some weed. No, I know. And what I think that that older kid should be doing is having a younger brother or a younger kid with him, you know, yeah, and taking him out and being good. a chaperone if you're dressing up. That's sure. totally cool. Mm-hmm. But if you're like 18 years old by yourself or with your other 18-year-old buddy, yeah. dude, dude, figure something out. You Please. know, you're you're doing something wrong with life cuz that's not really. And that's the thing <laughs> you know? I, when you try to like manipulate it like, okay, I was in 5th grade and that's we just went trick or treating. I'm in junior high now. Well, we're going to go do some mischievous stuff and then no, now I'm in high school yeah, now I got to go yeah. do some big boy uh, I know cool what you stuff. mean. Yep. I think and, and you just got to let it go. Yeah, it's for the know. it's for the kids. In junior high, yep. It became like cheesy you know like it's like you're still trick-or-treating right. fucking loser yeah you it know? was almost like, like we would just go to each other's house and and uh, and hang out like more try to scare the trick-or-treaters yeah and stuff, like right? yeah like, like jump like out that. of a trash can or like out of a bush and fuck with them yeah i mean not steal some candy or nothing like no that. but we'd still no dress up like too That's like we'd up. still dress up but we wouldn't do the whole trick-or-treating thing yeah you know you just go have a yeah. kickback at your friend's house or whatever <laughs> exactly yeah. but anyway all right guys well we're out of here this week have a good one and uh Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast as well as Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. All of our links are up on nine, nine different platforms, garagerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Have Happy a good one. Halloween. Happy Woo-hoo. Halloween. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion 
standards or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.